0: hello everybody what you are about to hear is a live stream that i did using the new audio only feature on periscope and i'm really curious what you think about it i'm including it on the podcast as a bonus episode because i think this might be a really cool way to do a question and answer kind of podcast at some point or i don't know maybe just some more extemporaneous stuff i've been trying stuff out and uh this just seemed like an interesting thing to do. So if you are interested, please let me know what you think in this format. It was really fun getting to talk to some people live while doing the show, and I had a lot of fun with it. So definitely let me know what you have to think. Hi, you might not remember me. My name's Charlie. I used to periscope a lot but i I don't like turning the camera on it's not one of my favorite things to do and it's not something that i'm really big on right now so when they announced the new streaming thing the audio streaming i thought hey why not give that a try because maybe that would be fun because i don't know it sounds like fun um I'm probably going to make this episode, this uh, thing part of today's podcast episode, so if you have any questions or comments while I'm talking, definitely put them in the chat, and we'll see how this works, because I'm curious what this is going to be like. So, I'm excited about this, because, you know, there are times when I kind of want to go live and talk to people, and... I don't always want to turn the camera on for a lot of reasons. Namely, you know, I I am dysphoric about my own appearance and so I'm not the biggest fan of sharing it all the time. But I don't know, I'm curious about this. So what I actually wanted to talk about, kind of get out there, is I'm working on my prep for my newest novel, which is going to be called Sanctify My Sins. And I've been given a lot of thought over the last couple days to trying to figure out what does that word mean to me? What does that word sin mean to me? And, you know, having been raised Baptist and then I converted to Catholic and then I'm the thing that I am now that, that, that is a loaded question. And it's really a loaded question because I want the answer that appears in the story to be, As open as possible for um, as many of the readers as possible. So, hello, is that Miki? Looks like. Miki, Mikey, hello. Um, And trying to find a kind of universal idea of what that means is really difficult because, you know, when working on kind of a high fantasy story, there's some obvious tropes that i could go for in telling this kind of a story and i don't really want to do any of them and it's not, you know, out of some misguided desire to be original or anything. It's more that you know, they just don't interest me. They don't seem like something that i would actually want to do. They don't they wouldn't hold my interest long enough to actually make it through the process of actually writing a book. Because writing a book is a process. And I've kind of talked about that on the podcast before. If you're curious about any of that, head over to ProjectShadow.com. And you get a link to my podcast and all the stuff that I'm talking about there. But, yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly what I want that to mean. Because... There are several different ways that I could go with it, and I don't necessarily want to go completely philosophical or metaphorical, or and I really don't want to get hyper dogmatic or religious about it, because that's not the point of these stories. Um, Crucify My Love is already being confused by some people as a religious story, and it isn't It's a fantasy story that deals with the concept of compassion from a very real point of view. And Sanctify My Sins is a story that, if I can pull it off, should be a story about forgiveness and redemption. Because those are all concepts that I think would be really interesting to play with. So, the big question in all of this is, you know, what does it mean to sin and what does it mean to have those sins sanctified because sometimes the people that are harmed are no longer around hello there what's that purple gang Purple gang welcome to the chat um yeah i'm really not sure how that should work so This is uh, done in Periscope. This is the new Periscope audio streaming. I thought I would play with it today and see what it's like, because they just released it. It's unfortunately for some um, only available in the iOS app at the moment. Yeah, it's kind of nifty. I'm not exactly sure how I'll want to use it, but I I thought the idea of being able to do just an audio stream would be kind of cool because one of the things that I've often found annoying when doing Periscope was I'd spend a lot of time looking at the chat and talking to the chat. And so the video looked strange because it was always me looking down. Um, And I think a lot of streams look like that, especially the streams that I find interesting. And honestly, it's about the voice and the story that's being told. And this really... streamlines it down to just the voice and the story that's being told. And so I'm really curious how this actually works out in actual practice. And so, yeah, um, since we got some new people on the stream, uh, what I was talking about is I've been working on the outline for a new book and kind of really struggling over some of the ideas that I wanna put in there and make them as broad and open as possible for people to get access to Yeah, um, there's the... Uh, okay, so, um, perp... Is, I think that's how I say your name. The name's really faded on the phone. Yeah, uh, it's not available yet for, um, the, uh, and, Android yet. But, yeah, this could be really cool. I'm really excited to see how this turns out, how the video turns out, see if I can um, get some audio out of here and what that audio sounds like. Because I think it would be fun, especially when I have something that I want to talk about or just kind of sit around and chat with people to load it up and see what happens. Because I don't know, I think that would be fun. <laughs> it would be more fun than just playing around on a... Facebook live, which I do sometimes, but usually I'm sitting out on the deck in the dark, and you can't see me anyway, so Why not just have my voice in the waveform? And I kind of like watching the little bouncing dots around my avatar as I'm talking. It's oddly mesmerizing to me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you think. I I don't know. I find it strange. And especially for, like, YouTube, because I have thought about uploading stuff to YouTube a lot. I was uploading episodes of the podcast to YouTube. And looking at this, this is actually much more motion than a lot of the videos I actually watch on YouTube. And seeing the audio wave as it's moving by, I don't know, it's oddly compelling. Yeah, um, it would be really cool to actually use something like this to do some of that. To you know, I I don't do a lot of scripted content for like my podcast and stuff because you know I sit around and write all day, and <laughs> honestly, I just haven't budgeted the time to do a lot of the you know writing that would be necessary to script out. A podcast in that way I do generally have an outline and some ideas of what I want to talk about but this would be really cool especially for someone like me who does a lot of audio podcasting to be able to take questions and stuff like I'm doing right now talking to you because I can see the chat and some of the apps that I've played with in the past they don't really offer that option like I think I'm going to end up making this a bonus episode on the podcast just because maybe I well actually I kind of want to see what the podcast audience thinks about this as something that could be done. I don't know, it's it's interesting. It's really interesting and I was looking to see if I have it and I don't. Um apparently they're going to be rolling out where you can double tap the screen if you're broadcasting and change the color the background color so that's kind of cool they there. i don't know this is this is kind of a nifty idea for something that i could see myself taking some time and doing because i don't know i'm kind of a stream of consciousness kind of person and there are times when i just have like crazy thoughts and this might actually be an interesting vector to get them out into the world and share them with people, even separate of, you know, the stories that I write in the podcast and stuff. Um, pro- I don't know that you, if you can link them directly to YouTube. Um, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, it may be possible, using some kind of a connection that I don't know of. But it's supposed to actually make a video at the end. So, in theory, that video could be just uploaded after the fact. This would be really cool for doing a YouTube live, especially for somebody like me, um, who doesn't like, you know, taking the time to set up a place to actually look all nifty. You you spend all your time writing. (laughs) You really don't have time to do anything else. Wow, look at the peaks on my left there. Um yeah, I do stuff over there a little bit. Um not that much. Um I think I actually it's youtubecom Dorset, I think. I tried to get that on everything. And I think that's what I got over there. I'm actually looking right now because I'm not 100% sure of that. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. But, let's see. But, yeah. It, it seems like something kind of fun. Um, I spend most of my time doing podcasts and stuff, so I did the Project Shadow podcast, which is available um, on almost every podcast app that you can get it on. Um, If you actually go to projectshadow.com, you'll see a list of, I think it's like 15 or 20, I don't know, it's a lot. I do that um, with, uh, through an app called Buffer, I'm not Buffer. app buffer, um, called Anchor, that I really, really like and enjoy using, Um, and it's... Let's see. so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 there are 11 different ways at least that I know of right now that you can subscribe to the podcast from listening on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Bre- Breaker Cashbox Overcast, Cast, Radio Public it's even up on Google Play Music but yeah I don't know, this is kind of fun and it's just kind of weird because, you know, I was taking a break and I saw the news announcement that they were doing this and thought I would play it out. Yeah, I actually hear that. Smaller YouTubers usually have some of the best content and most of my favorites are kind of smaller YouTubers and it's kind of cool watching them grow because especially when they don't change the content that they're making and just keep, you know doing the stuff that they do and people sign on to it, yeah. Like you know, I, I consider myself much more of, you know, I'm a sci fi fantasy writer by trade. It's what I've been doing for over ten years now. And you know, I, I really enjoy podcasting. I've been podcasting for I don't know, probably that long, like crazy amount of time. Um I've done a lot of different podcasts over the years. But those are my two favorite things. I've been trying to find something that I can put up on YouTube, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If React channels didn't exist, small YouTubers would be able to grow much faster, way faster, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of a lot of, you know, React channels. You know, the, the channels that I tend to like are either people that are really geeking out on whatever topic they're really, really interested in. Like, I love Step Back History. That's one of my favorite channels right now. I watch a lot of that. Um, which I enjoy for several different reasons because if you hear something in the background, I'm pouring tea. Because I have a cinnamon chai that has been steeping and is now ready. Um, yeah. Um, I really like listening, watching them because... I'm kind of a history buff, and it's rare, especially for a history YouTuber to teach me something, and I really like Tristan's work, because he does actually teach me stuff that I didn't know, and that's really cool. Um, So, are you a YouTuber? Or thinking about it? Yeah, rebranding is a... It can be a thing. Yeah, rebranding. See, back when I got started podcasting, um, we did, um, I was part of a blog network. Um, well, I actually started a blog network back in the day. I don't know if you've ever read anything from the Dashpunk blog network. We were a lot of different things from like Netscape, Netscape and um, Horror Addicts and projectshadow.com and dashplunk.com, and there were a lot of different sites involved. Um, And a lot of the early podcasts that we did were like deep dive into TV shows, and that was so much fun. That's awesome, we started last year. We got 54 subs and almost 200 videos. Yeah, getting subscriptions is not easy. Um, reaching out to people can be really hard. I mean, when we back when we were doing the Confessed, which was probably the biggest podcast that we ever did, it was a podcast that tied into I don't know if you ever if you remember the show Legend of the Seeker, but we would kind of do deep dives into each episode when they aired and over the summer hiatuses we would actually go through the books that the show was based on and it was a lot of fun to do and at our heyday with that we got up to i think twenty thousand subscribers and that was a lot of fun um but of course the show got cancelled that we were talking about and one of the things that we all learned very quickly was how fickle the audience was They were curious what we thought about that show And in fact to this day I still get requests from people asking If we're going to bring that show back Which I don't know how we do that Because the TV show doesn't exist anymore That it was originally on And you know the podcast continued But we switched over To talk about other things And a lot of the audience didn't come with us Because they only cared about what we had to say About that one show And Yeah that taught me a lot about branding and how you have to be careful how you brand yourself and especially when you do a rebranding because you know while we never thought that the confessed was going to go on forever because no show lasts forever we thought that a lot more of the audience that we gathered for that show would be interested in other shows that we did and we were wrong (laughs) because what they were really interested in was just that one show And when it went away, the community ended up breaking up and going its own separate ways and going into other things. And, you know, lesson learned. So just bear that in mind and be really careful when you're thinking about how you want to brand what you're doing and especially when you're doing a rebranding because the audience may not come along for that ride with you and you just got to be ready for that, you know. That's one of the things that you know I've learned over the years is that you know there are some people that will really stay with you through the whole thing and will support you through the whole thing, no matter what. And that's those are the people that you just hold on to with all your heart because they're awesome. And I'm probably gonna do a another audio stream later tonight when most of them are off work because they'll probably hop in and I'll get to talk to them. Um, I just got really excited and wanted to hit play and see how this thing worked. <laughs> you know, try it out before then. But yeah, it was, it was kind of nifty. You know, trying to see how to do, to end up Yeah, um, I know that one, yeah. It can be really hard doing any of this stuff by yourself. Um, I work, like I said, a lot on my own. Um, I do all my own art. So, you know, if you go to any of my websites at projectshadow.com or ashdancer.com, all that is my art that's on there. And um, if it's not, it's clearly labeled as not mine because it's easier to label the aberrations like the few pieces of artwork that are on that website that are not mine than to just do what feels like vanity and tag everything as yeah I did that um but yeah um I do a lot of my own artwork I do all of the uh, you know recording and editing and stuff it is a lot easier when you have somebody else to talk to um back in the day when uh project shadow first started we had i had a guest host all the time with the original podcast and it did two different things for me um it helped my energy so that i sounded better when i talked and it was really cool to be able to have that energy to bounce off of and of course they would say things that i wouldn't think to say and the conversation got a lot better and so yeah that's definitely a really cool thing to do um, and yeah the Confessed we would, we, it was two of us that did it and we had a kind of rotating third on that one um, same with Gods and Kings and a couple of the other podcasts that we did back in the day um, if you haven't checked out I feel like I'm shilling for them but I really like their service if you haven't checked out anchor.fm um, it's a podcast maker thing you can listen to podcasts and actually make podcasts with it one of the really cool things that they have in there is a tool to help you find somebody to co-host with you, and the co-hosting tools are really nifty over there. I've actually played with them a couple times and guested on some people's podcasts using that, where basically you either submit a topic or you select a topic, and it hooks you up to talk using your phone, and you get kind of a pre-interview where you get to talk to the person to see if it's a kind of show you want to be on, and they get to see if you're the kind of guest host that they want to have on, and if you do, they hit a button. You know, you hit a button, and off you go, and you actually record an episode. That's really cool. Um, I really like the stuff that they're doing over there. But yeah, this is kind of nifty. I'm really enjoying this. I think I might play with this a lot more. I'm really curious what it looks like. The, thi- the thing that gets really weird for me, because I haven't used Anchor in a while, is... The, uh, share from feature when you go to share, that, that gets a little weird. Um, but yeah, it's, it's strange. I'm going to, I'm going what's that? Start sketching. I can sketch, I can draw on this. That's crazy. Ha ah, that's just weird. Okay. I didn't know that that was even a thing. Let's get some colors down at the bottom. Okay. that That is just strange. So, <laughs> oh, that's just bizarre. Well, that's something I didn't know that you could do in here. I have to play with that. Huh, that's unexpected. So yeah, I've been doing this for like 25 minutes now, so I wanna thank you for uh, joining the chat. It was really fun talking to you. Um, would you ch- check out my ch- channel? Yeah, hurt-minded. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, like I said, if you're interested in me battling, that's probably what this is going to be, because that's what I like to use <laughs> periscope for. But, yeah, I'm probably going to be doing this more. This is pretty cool. And uh, check out ProjectShadow.com for everything that I'm doing. Yeah. And so, maybe later tonight when I play with us some more. Alright. Bye. And... So that's it. That's what it sounds like. I'm really curious what you think, because I had a lot of fun recording this and being able to actually talk to people and answer their questions. Whether I include them on future podcast episodes like I did with this one, I don't know. So if you're curious in seeing what I do over there, definitely go follow me on Periscope. I'm C.E. Dorset over there. And find a link everything on projectshadow.com. Thank you for your time, and I'm really curious how this all works out, because this is really fun, and I need more fun in my life. Until the next episode, (laughs) have the fun.